Hello and welcome to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Before we get into today's episode, I'm going to thank our wonderful patrons who are keeping the wheels on this old caravan so we can all take this journey together. Skylar Flowers, Ryland Command, Chris Ice, Dylan Pilgrim, and Hudson Miles. Thank you. Christopher Dunn, Ian Ford, Gullitice, Matthew Smets, and Mary Rain. You the best. Michael Polod, Jason Campbell, Michelle White, Noreen Elizabeth, and Robert Andrews. Thank you so much. And David Forsey, Cheryl Ann, Chelsea Dabb, and Shell Scott. Words are not enough to show our thanks, but I don't know how to write music, so they'll have to do for now. And with that, on to this week's episode. So you all are making your way into the... The pipe? Pipe. Into the pipe. <laughs> the big-ass <laughs> ash pipe. We, we do not know if it's the night market. No. Yeah. We, no, no. We're on an adventure. We have yeah. illegally <laughs> busted into an underground something. <laughs> but you do, uh, as you're like making your way through this pipe, slowly you do start to hear over the blustering sounds of machinery pushing hot air around. You start to hear the sounds of a market. Your eyes now are just like coated in ash. Like every time you open your mouth to speak, there's just ash flying into it. You are like head to toe completely coated but through the grates now you can see that outside there are more stalls and just hundreds and hundreds of people walking around the energy is completely different than it was above like electric energy uh, as you start to hear people like arguing i think there's like a big clang against the side of the pipe and a dagger comes through as you see two people like fighting as they roll past the grate on the outside mm. Oh, well, it looks like we have found the right place. Mm-hmm. That might be the fighting pits. Well, uh, I suppose we should probably uh, blend in a little bit. Is everyone else covered, covered in ash? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, out there? Like, you literally can't tell. You're getting so much ash blown into your eyes. Like, you can make a perception check with disadvantage, but in here you're, like, yelling over the sound of the market <laughs> and all the machinery and just getting blasted in the face. We're in a pipe next to the market. Next to the market, yeah. Right. So this was not the door. You're saying this isn't wasn't the door? This was not the door, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a pipe next to the market. I think once we just, like, find a grate that we can open, Bree just, like, yeah. sticks her claws in and starts peeling it back. Or yeah. attempting to, at least. Would I be able, with stone shape, would, would we be able to make uh, an opening in this? Or is it metal? It is metal. Okay. Yeah, a lot of mox terrain. Like the piping is metal. I mean, does metal count as earthbending? I guess just keep going down the pipe until we find. There's got to be an exit eventually, right? Like, I mean, the only entrance to the pipe is not in the. It's not in the hole. So the other way might be the incinerator. Yeah, <laughs> we can just open grates. Put it back after. Well, there's a hole where this dagger came through. I mean, if a dagger came through, it can't be the strongest pipe. <laughs> I don't know if I want to punch a hole in this pipe and just, like, that's not the best way to enter this market. <laughs> right into the fighting pits? Yeah, just blast ash right inside. Just flush everyone out. <laughs> we, we've rolled in, just blasting ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these, these are, like, small grates we're walking alongside of. No, no. Like, yeah, they, they're they're pretty big. Yeah, peel it open. Then, yeah, peel, peel it, it open. open. Yeah, okay. So make a, just make a strength check. Or just make an attack. Uh, pretty good. That's a 12 plus whatever my attack is. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, six, uh, 18? Yeah, so 
Are are you just doing this with like your claws? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I think you know I have my natural claw attack and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. I think just literally sinking the claws in to like break the the metal seal, punch her through maybe a screw or something, and then just rip it open so that we can step through and then like crudely bend it back, even though like it's <laughs> it's very obvious that it's broken. But uh, yeah, you know. So I think what happens is like those two who are fighting, one of them gets like pushed up against the grate and then on either side of his head, just these huge claws come out <laughs> through the grate and just start tearing it away. Everybody starts to scream as the spell is broken and Ash just starts bursting into the room. Magic, right? I never think about that one. <laughs> And uh, you are like kind of <laughs> propelled into the room as this like, as the ash just pushes its way through. Bree, you bend it back up enough that it's just this like whistling, spurting <laughs> rectangle in the, in the pipe. But as people run over to investigate, everyone here is coated in ash now. They're just like, what, what, what's going on? What, what's happening? Oh, he's so weird. Uh, slip into the crowd and disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slip into the crowd and disappear. Oh yeah, answer. we can just slip into the crowd yeah. and disappear. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, I like Bree. It's so crazy. <laughs> weird. <laughs> like so yeah. Her into the yeah, you turn around and Star is just gone. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and like people are yelling like, there's something coming through the grates. It's a monster. Like they're like screaming. <laughs> and yeah, so people like crossbows out, swords out, like they're running in ready to kill something. So the three of you can make uh, stealth checks with advantage if you like. Unless you want to stay and explain it. <laughs> that 20. Nice. Uh, whew, Thank God for advantage. That's not a crit fail. 18. 14. <laughs> 14. So, 31 all day. <laughs> 18. <laughs> you, like, make your way, like, into the crowd. There are people definitely, like, peeling ash out of their <laughs> eyes and kind of, like, a couple of them are looking up at Bree. But I think, uh, Star, with the 31, you're able to sort of bump Bree up uh, above the 15 necessary to <laughs> get out of there. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Star just says blizzard. to Bree, like, uh, like, yeah, like, hood down or hood up yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. just like hood up follow me and then star just like you just see star like sort of like like effortlessly flow through the crowd like just like but like kind of parting a path and but never touching anybody yeah exactly just yeah yeah dancing through people like yeah uh, just like uh, uh, leaves in the wind totally smoothly moving through <laughs> and then entering into a crowd of people and then just like walking normally you're walking through all these people, and then Bree is just like thump, 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 Yeah. Ben is just in Bree's wake with like a hand on her lower back, just like. <laughs> and yeah, as you're making your way in, you hear somebody scream, It must have gone invisible! Get the lanterns! Get the lanterns! Uh, oh, as man. the guards continue looking for whatever monster tore its way in here and disappeared. <laughs> So looking around in here, uh, you see more tents, but a lot of like permanent shops. This place is set up. There is like a fountain in the square. There are people like sitting around it. Um, it's surprisingly nice for how dangerous you were told that it is. Mm. Um, but you can see everybody down here is armed to the teeth, uh, which you don't really see in the rest of Mox the Rain. Um, and a lot of them are sort of keeping their identities secret with uh, like hoods and handkerchiefs, uh, like big goggles. 
Uh, and just a few of the things that you see, like, as they're making their way around, you see one of, like, a person with a wagon with a, like, crate that is just, like, shaking and feathers are coming out. And at one point, like, a huge scorpion tail, like, sticks out the back uh, and starts just trying to, like, stab the person in the front as they just keep it just <laughs> far enough away from them as they wheel it away. Um, you see somebody walk out of a store kind of, like, happily chuckling and, like, tucking gold back in their purse as they have this little vial in their hand and then it just starts violently shaking and explodes and just throws them across the courtyard and, and like through the window of another shop where immediately a fight breaks smoke. out and he gets thrown back out. Right across the mariachi band in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, Ben would be like kind of dusting some of the, yeah. the soot off his clothes and then he just kind of <laughs> like spits out some uh, some some ash and is like wiping his eyes but he's got like a kind of a grin on his face yeah. uh the corners of his beak are <laughs> are lifting up but then he kind of looks back and he says to to you guys he says um did you hear what those guards said they thought it, they thought we went invisible and they said get the lanterns so maybe they must have a way to detect any invisible uh things so we should we should remember that hey, he's uh helpful to know he's Easier to hide in plain sight, I think, though. But uh, maybe some of these would help. Uh, and I go to the stall that has all these goggles that everybody is wearing. These yeah. Mad Max-style welding goggles. <laughs> and I just snap them on all of our faces. <laughs> Brush away, like, the ash covering the lenses. Yeah. I think uh, it's it's too... You see how much, like, of Ben's head is now feather by, like, yeah, how, like how much it deep the, the belt goes in. And now he's got, like, this, like, really teased kind of Tina Turner sort of, like, feather Poof situation top, yeah. happening yeah. off the top. And uh, now it, nobody will recognize us. Yeah, so you snap the first two on, and the third time your arm comes up, it comes up with a dwarf holding onto it. <laughs> and he's just free glaring dwarf. you in the face. He's like, those aren't free. Oh, well, I was making sure they fit. Well, do they? Uh, I think Ben's eyes are like huge, even bigger, <laughs> crazy big in the goggles, like like, yeah, like, like through a magnifying each glass. Each eyeball is pressed up against the goggle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and you are can they... see, like, when you're wearing these goggles, uh, they. Oh man, this only affects Bree, really. Uh, but Bree, suddenly the shadows uh, are not so shadowy anymore, and they give you dark vision. Oh my God. Oh. Um, this is... It's, it's like all other lizard folk have. <laughs> <laughs> I have only heard the legends of this. How much are these goggles? They are very nice. 400 gold. Uh, yeah, Bree. Do they need attunement? I guess not. They don't, no. Well, yeah, yeah, Bree slaps down 400 gold. Wow. <laughs> I am solving the dark vision problem. Yeah, Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, this yeah, has yeah. been plaguing me since day one. Yeah, <laughs> Star, yeah, Star is just like, yeah, yeah, ben, and, ben and Star are just lifting theirs up yeah. and off and like, uh, uh, I don't, uh, I think, uh, staring at are shadows. Are you sure that he's, are you, are you sure he's, he's not just, uh, you, you don't need to, yeah, and then just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> when he Do sees you, have... you like trying them on by taking them on and off, he like every time you put them on, he's like, whoa, good looking good. And then you take them off, he's like, yeah. And then you put them on, he's like, whoa, looking sexy there, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, hey, not, not for me. <laughs> do you have any non-magical ones that aren't 400 gold? Like, just regular ones? I do like the look. And Ben is like, there's like a mirror covered in in ash that you have to wipe off. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's like, uh, 
Yeah, I guess I could pop the lenses out. <laughs> they, they, I would like if they could keep the ash out of my eyes. Oh, I, I don't know. Go to Sunglass Hut. That's topside stuff. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. This place is what cool. Else is this guy, what else does this guy sell? Uh, this guy just sells night vision oh, goggles. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's got very, like, I only wanted these as a joke gag, and now I'm 100% like, oh, this is an item I needed and I didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> Is this in one corner of the market? Because he's got it. He's got the market cornered, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dark corner of the market. Uh, <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, it's it's actually a terrible actually, placement should... because people need the goggles to see the. Yeah, goggles that's what shop. I was going to it's say. Like, <laughs> shouldn't it be in the bright corner of the market? Oh <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, let's uh, keep wandering around. Eh? This place, this, is not this so place bad. seems pretty oh. lively. Like as like another like tumbling bodies of like three people in a fist fight roll by. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to say this in character, but Mike, where would I get a a, a, a ring of plus two wisdom? <laughs> I don't know how to. Do you? Hey, excuse me. Do you have anything that would kind of make you more have some more street smarts? <laughs> street smarts. Um, do you think I'll something for items like that that like probably aren't, aren't too hard to find um i'll let okay. you buy them like for on like downtime stuff oh okay okay. Uh, oh okay like you can just say like if you have an, an item like that that doesn't need some grand quest to like go get <laughs> then just like when you're on downtime you'll have loads of time to just pick out an item and subtract the money and right it, so it the night market is for illegally sort of sourced goods and uh uh street meat yeah mm. yeah um, so yeah, kind of looking around, I think maybe like following the smell of food, um, you end up outside this big jazz club with these like, kind of like neon signs on the outside. Uh, and you can hear like jazz just like blasting out from, uh, from like through these two swinging saloon doors as yeah, a bunch of like happy sort of drunk people make their push their way outside and you can see that this place is called the Bag of Rocks. Uh, and it has a picture of scales with gold on one side and then a big bag on the other side that is weighing the coins down. Okay. I'm gonna start, starts like, yeah, it's pretty good. Huh? And like, he's gonna sw step, step inside. Hey, I like the music. It is, yeah, making me feel inside. Yeah, and like a very different clientele from what is outside. Like a lot of people in here are wearing like really nice suits. Like they're all sort of dressed to the nines. Uh, a lot of like very fashionable garb in here. Oh, we're wearing suit. <laughs> we're wearing suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> suit. <laughs> um, you can see that they've got like a wizard lighting tech who's sort of like really kind of bored, like sitting over in the corner, just bobbing his head to the music with like a drink next to him. And every once in a while, he just like flicks his hand and all of these like dancing lights that are going around the room all change color and start swirling around someone who's really tearing it up on the dance floor. And I, I think going inside, what are your passive perceptions like? 13. Uh, 15. Uh, 17. 17? Uh, I, I, 15 and 17 are actually good enough for this. I don't know how much it would mean to breathe. Well, no, it would because uh, sitting up along like a balcony looking down at the band and kind of half listening to someone who's just talking their ear off but more looking down at you three now 
there is a lizard folk. Not your type, Bree, a more gangly, skinky lizard folk. Okay. And they have jet black scales and just these like piercing orange eyes. And they are wearing like a very tight leather suit. Huh. And they're just kind of like leaning idly and eyeing you over as you come in. It's very confusing. Is such a fancy place, but people here are clearly malnourished. <laughs> what, do you, what? What, do, what? What do you mean? What do you mean, Brick? Hey, there is one of my kind uh, up there, or similar looking. Yeah, there's all kinds yeah. of folk in uh, Mox Terrain. You get anything here? They're watching us. So, well, I think many people seem to be watching us. Uh, we are leaving big trail of dirt behind. <laughs> It's not our fault. Someone someone broke the grate. Hey, it's true. It's terrible that someone would vandalize city so badly. It's uh, a <laughs> real shame. Horrific timing for our arrival. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to get a uh, drink. Uh, <laughs> I can just I'm like... going to get the meat. Uh, so right at the door, you, you do get stopped as you start to like step farther in uh, oh. by a couple of, what do they call it? Snake people. Oh, uh, Yuan-Ti. Uh, yeah, yuan yeah. There's two yuan tea. Oh, I could go for a tea. Hey. Hey, uh, a cup. Uh, yuan tea? That's why give me a cup. Uh, well, no. Benjamin, it's very racist joke to be making. I've <laughs> <laughs> heard that one a million times before. Even <laughs> I know this. But they look at you and they just say, no steal. Check the weapons at the door. Uh, we won't steal anything. Oh, <clears throat> our weapons. I do not know that this is made of steel. It's, uh, it's just an expression, sorry. No weapons. Oh. Mm. Okay. I am not allowed to enter? Not with the weapons. You have to check your check your axe at the door, Bree. Bree just starts, like, looking at her hands and her, like, tail comes up and she's like... I think Ben, like, puts I, a hand I, on her wrist. Where, just, like, where's where's the, like... the, the, the weapon check? Where do we store them? Uh, and they kind of just like point over to the left and you look and there's like a lineup of people uh, and behind them there's just a huge room filled with weapons okay. as you see like a person laying down like a huge musket basically on the <laughs> desk as they hand it over and they took it in and get a ticket well, okay uh, go line up yeah. yeah yeah and pretty quickly are you going to actually check everything or I'm going to check my short sword I'm gonna check. I'm gonna keep my dagger, but I'm gonna check everything else. Like okay. I'm imagining the daggers in a relatively hidden spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do um, like a stealth. You can just poof it back to your hand anyway, can't you? It's true, <laughs> but that might, someone might notice that. It does uh, go. <laughs> like yeah. Fly across the room. Uh, just do like a stealth check. Okay. If you're gonna hide anything away, if not, they'll just uh, give you tickets. <laughs> Fifteen, which is pretty low for me. <laughs> 15, yeah. Yeah, and you turn to go, and you feel just a hand on your hand, mm. and the dwarf the dwarf woman who's, like, standing back there is just like, it's okay. You just just leave it all. You'll be safe here. Uh, yeah, and Star just, like, like, whistles, and just, like, the dagger flies up to his hand and hands it up, hands it over to her. And she she says, it's, uh, it's actually more dangerous to have one if you're caught, so I'm doing you a favor. And uh, yeah, she gives you a ticket. Yeah, thank you, madam. Yeah, and Ben turns, Ben, Ben sidles up behind Star and just like slaps the Mesa Salune down and and one of Star's daggers uh, <laughs> <laughs> puts those down. 
And he's like, just sorry, careful with this. I think it was a gift from a goddess. So th- th- just, you know, thank, oh, thank you. Impressive. Very good. And, where, and which goddess gave that to you? Salune. <laughs> wow. She's one of the big ones, hey? That's what they tell me. Cool. But she doesn't give me my powers. But she might be watching. Oh, she might. So you should be good and eat all your vegetables. Uh, I tried, but I didn't know what, like, do you, where do you, where can I get just vegetables around here? <laughs> like, <laughs> and she is like enamored. She is absolutely yeah. like, she is in love with Ben. <laughs> yeah, I think Bree eventually just kind of leans over and, and goes to put down the axe and just kind of looks at the axe and is like, are you okay with me leaving you? Uh, and like, you feel like there is like a static cling to your hand. Right. I, I will. I will give you back. He's not the problem. Uh, uh, I will just leave you with nice dwarf lady for an hour. Uh, and she kind of like glances up from Ben after telling him her favorite vegetable stand uh, and a nice one that has some sweets next door if Lizard Daddy will allow. Um, <laughs> But she, and she looks over and says, "Oh, is that a talking one?" He's not to talk so much as feel, but ah, okay. We we got a little. Uh, and she like goes over and there's like a little playpen basically, <laughs> and there's a couple of like swords flying around inside yeah. of it, and, like like sword fighting with each other. Uh, see, <laughs> like friends. Do not feel so bad. I will be back in no time. Yeah, and that like that static cling is still strong uh, but you can leave put it, it down it kind of zoops back up and put it yeah. down <laughs> and she grabs it she's like okay come on big fella and then like brings it over to the and you can see it just like flops onto the ground but it is in the <laughs> playpen uh, and yeah and I guess I take like my beach glass dagger out and like pulls around the pouch and just like empties a bunch of blowgun ammunition on the table as well <laughs> oh actually just what like... am I saying she can't lift it Oh, yeah, true. Nothing, no oh. one can. This is like a Mjolnir situation. Right. Like, you can only lift it because it lets you. So oh. you lay it down, and she just can't move it off the desk. Uh, you safe here? Uh, seems like it. Uh, maybe I. And I just kind of like put it over the like edge of the, the, the counter. Yeah. Uh, I will come get it to. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I guess like Bree walks off without getting a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I don't know if anyone, if either of us noticed that, but <laughs> well, no, I think Ben. Yeah, Ben would just be like, I forgot she can like her and that thing can talk to each other. It's so cool. <laughs> like just like kind of follows after Bree. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Because <laughs> he says the stars. He's like walking after Bree. Ah, have a fun, Ben. Come on, let's go. Uh, we are looking for food, Benjamin. Yeah, so the whole, like, first floor is basically a big bar with the band and, like, a dance floor. Uh, but there seem to be more tables upstairs where that lizard folk was sort of looking down at you. Well, wouldn't turn down an invitation to go upstairs where there are empty tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we, we would probably find a table and and try to order drink and food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, making your way upstairs, um, you I, I think you have to, like, wait a second. A bunch of people get up to go dance at the same time, and you can kind of swoop in and steal their table. And someone comes up and, and takes your order pretty quick. Cool. I order a glass of wine and their finest spiced meat. 
Ooh. I just ordered her their, their regular meat. <laughs> I think uh, Ben is kind of like nervously, like his head is bopping around a little bit, and he's like kind of keeps looking at Star, and then he's like, I'll, I'll have the same thing he had, and like gestures at Star and nods too many times at the, the wait step. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, the this it's this just drow woman who's just like, oh yeah, sure thing, sweetie, uh, and then makes her way off. Yeah, Ben Ben gives you that look like he just got away with something, like like oh, like eyebrows up. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna eat Ben that. <laughs> so this place is fun. Oh yeah, I, I just every, everything shows up and it is like this is the stuff that you really look for. This is one of those spots that is like, oh, not everyone can come here. The food is actually really good. Stuff is like pretty well priced for how uh, fun the like atmosphere of it is. Um, and I think like as you're sort of digging in, you hear, ah, come on, don't nickel and dime me on this. I mean, we, we got a real, we got a real deal here. Who knows what this thing does, you know? What would you do with everlasting? So much you can't stand up, you'll live forever. <laughs> I knew he was gonna be here. <laughs> I also had ben, a ben, ben jumps up, like pushes up and like is like, are we in like a booth uh, kind of situation? Yeah, yeah, or? I'd say like a circular booth that's just yeah, facing towards yeah, the Ben stage. Ben pops up and is like like just like looking around. <laughs> like you're, you're like you an excited the table, puppy. your drink spills a little bit on you and you start smelling like alcohol. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you see Yuri standing on a chair, like leaning over the table with a yeah he has like a big wagon with the big cursed chair on it that he <laughs> seems to have been dragging around behind him and he's gesturing at that uh lizard folk oh. uh, uncle uncle yuri's here doing business so cool <clears throat> yeah it looks pretty busy i don't know if i want to interrupt him to be honest we can watch and wait wait till he's done and let him know we have to go through all this effort to find this place and yuri is just hanging out here eating all good foods yeah, he's no, the man with the connections, apparently. Yeah, Yuri, you know Yuri. This is his place. Like, he's a city. He's the coolest guy here. He told us. Is he, like, facing <laughs> us? And when you look back, you see he's like, oh, please. <laughs> please buy it. Oh, it's going to be so hard to sell. Please. You're my last stop. Oh, come on. I don't want to. I've been wheeling it around. I'm so tired. It's so heavy. <laughs> okay, I... Uh, on that, on second thought, maybe he could use some help. <laughs> and Star's gonna sidle out and walk over. Yeah, yeah Ben yeah. just has like a, a disappointed look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> the dawning, the the death of your idols, hey? <laughs> Bree, maybe you could stay here. And then, yeah. Uh, no, no, like Bree gets up and like grabs this like big leg of animal off the table and just like walks over, enjoying the show while she's eating. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Ben Ben rips a big tear off the leg of a uh, uh, roast beast and just like downs it like a like an owl, you know, like I, 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 and then like <laughs> chases after you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, making your way over, you see the this lizard folk who is barely paying attention to Yuri now completely stops paying attention uh, as you three make your way over, um, and the lizard folk is looking right at you, Bree, and. She just puts her hand on Yuri's face to stop him from talking mm -hmm. uh, and looks at you and in old, proper draconic, just says, you're from the Forgotten Lands. Jikisi, uh, yes, uh, you have not eaten much uh, and extends the meat skewer. <laughs> and she takes it and takes a big bite and says, my, my kind did not inherit your 
strength. Hey. And then hands it back. And, and kind of like shrugs, takes it, goes, I can see I have not met one of you before. Oh, where are you from, your people? We, well, my family specifically, uh, from the Hissing Vale. And like looks around for like a map, realizing she does, of course, not have one. (laughs) It's like, I do not know this place. Ah, we'll have much time to discuss it. Uh, Please Uh, uh, take a seat. This uh, dwarf is finished. Uh, And she pushes Yuri back and his face like comes out of her hand. And he's just like, oh, it's you guys. Hi. What's, hey, you get hello. Huh? You know, we just wandered. We just went for a walk uh, around the city. Yuri, we are connected people, you know, just really cool city folk. We broke and into like, the sewer pipe. Ah, there it is. <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, anyways, what's, what's important is that we're here now and we're finally having a good meal. How, how's it going? Oh, great. Really good. I see um, you've sold the chair. Uh, and kind of looks over at the lizard folk. Oh, uh, hi. Um, I'm Benjamin Craven. It's a pleasure to meet you. And Ben extends a, a talon. Shooting star in the desert sky. And star does a big flourishy dip. And she, yeah, kind of shakes your hand, Ben, uh, and nods at you, star. And she says, Cassandra Bronze, uh, you're friends with Yuri? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we in fact uh, retrieved that chair that he's trying to sell you. I see. Mm-hmm. It's uh, quite an item, you know. Uh, makes you uh, makes you uh, makes you immortal as long as you sit on it. Yeah, yeah. I personally don't see the point. There are certain things that are pretty hard to move, and the price that he's asking is far outside what I'm willing to do. Really? I thought that thing would be... Well... Everyone would grab that. Perhaps we can uh, have a discussion? Maybe uh, f- come to a mutually agreeable term? Yeah, aren't there maybe, like, old people who don't want to die and it wouldn't be a, like... I mean, you, if you're going to die, might as well sit on a chair and not die, you know? Well, what does chair even go for, anyway? 13, 14 gold? Yuri's like, oh, no, no, not this chair, Bree. Don't, don't put... That's not an offer. That's not a real offer that she just made. We are doing a a, a strict rate of 31,000 gold and not a copper under. And she says, well, this is where my problem lies. I cannot make that Well, work. I mean, perhaps there's something, there's a middle ground that we could come to. Yeah, isn't... What is it? Do you have a, do you have any kind of counter offer? She says, I, I wouldn't go over 15. Hmm. Well, given the peril that we uh, went through in order to retrieve this chair... 15 is a little bit light. Perhaps we have something else you might be interested in. And then uh, Star looks at Bree. Like, kind of like, eyes over. Mm. And Bree just like looks <laughs> like confused <laughs> at you. Like, oh, I don't have anything on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the head tilt. <laughs> like looks for, you can see her like go to pat her bag and be like, I have left everything at the entrance. <laughs> I don't well, worry about it. Perhaps maybe then we can. 30,000 and I'll need some services from the group well now at least we've uh, got a discussion rolling she kind of like smiles and leans back in her chair yeah Uh, Star also smiles 
but in a very like frigid like everyone else looking at him like you get a very it's a very frigid business like smile not at all like you're used to seeing mm -hmm. Bree also smiles as if she understands what is happening <laughs> I love that, like, we got into this and it was like, so why are we here? <laughs> yeah, as I said, uh, yeah. what are we doing here? We're like, what are we, why are we here? This is great. We're having a great time. What are we doing here? We're having fun, man. Like, <laughs> We're looking for food. All right, yeah, I'm great. For food, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the smell pointed us here. And then there yeah. was enchanting music that, like, a snake charmer alerted us inside. It's hard for me. I wanted to make a lot of jazz jokes. Oh, this, mu this music makes me feel smarter. <laughs> Uh, okay, and I'm going to jump back to the others there. So cool. This is Kalimvor's court, and that reminded me that I, Evan, knows that Kalimvor is like one of the gods of the underworld or like god of death, whatever. Mm. Ah, looking at the notes. He caught me. He <laughs> caught me looking at the maps. Uh. <laughs> The maps I made available. <laughs> I swear I didn't see anything. <laughs> so yeah, Kefren looks at you and he's like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was you. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. You, you really you really had me going there. I, I, I apologize, Kefren. I, I, I couldn't be sure. Uh, I, uh, forgive me for doubting you, but I needed to make sure that you wouldn't immediately send word back home. Right. No, I, I understand. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm actually a little bit impressed, honestly. I'll tell you, the thing that was really giving you away was this bodyguard here. This isn't a tough guy. This guy's built like a dancer. Kara <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kara wags her tail really hard. Yeah. Thump, yeah, thumps, yeah. It, thumps it into the back of... Uh... Of Rowan's legs. Uh, yeah. Oh, let me tell you, it's, it's a relief. I, you know, I was holding so much tension in my shoulders, trying to trying to pull that uh, off. Oh, yeah, this is good. I, I've been very fortunate on my my travels to to encounter a a, a troop of uh, lovely individuals. Um, th this is Rowan, uh, and I indicate the wolf. Uh, this is Kara. Wag, wag, oh. wag. Oh, it's a pleasure <laughs> to meet you, uh, Mr. Stoneshape. It's a pleasure, and I'll, I'll stick out my hand to, to shake it. Uh, yeah, and he, he shakes yours pretty pretty firm. Uh, and then, yeah, immediately, as soon as his hands are free, like, undoes his buttons. He's just in, like, long john pajamas. Uh, <laughs> and then runs over to you, Valen, and, and hugs you. Yeah, I, I, I return it uh, fiercely. Hmm. Uh, and <sighs> he looks up into your eyes for a minute and just says, You did give me a little bit of hope that I think might be squashed. Jundi was here. What, what 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 was he saying? What what was the purpose of that meeting? They're looking for you. They're looking for you and for Mora in relation to your father. They they think you did something. I I, I worried that 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 running would would maybe cast some suspicion. But I, Kefren, I I just couldn't do it any longer. I I, I I'm not cut out for it. No, of, of course. I mean, I, not not to say that you couldn't probably could you know you just gotta believe oh, well, but, I like uh, this guy I like this guy hey <laughs> this guy here uh, uh, so, sorry I didn't uh, uh, Rowan yeah uh, thank you for uh, for helping Valen out uh, I, I'm glad that you felt that you could come to me uh, they I don't know I think I managed to convince them that I'm not involved but 
I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Bartok gave me a, a hard stare down. Well, well, let me tell you, if I don't, if you don't mind me stepping in, you, you almost had us convinced when, when you said you, you hadn't seen her. So, I, I, you know, I think, uh, unless they're awfully sharp, and I know, I know Valen's pretty sharp, so maybe the rest of the family is too, but unless they're awfully sharp, I, I think maybe you're okay. But, but you have seen her. He's really, really taken aback by what Rowan has told him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he says, I, I have, I haven't heard from Fomora. I, I look back at Rowan. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm kind of looking at him, at, at Kefren. My insight, he, is he still, is he, is he telling the truth now? No, he's not. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm looking at him and uh, I, I'm looking him in the eye and I'm not uh, like aggressive, but I'm, I'm trying to show in my face that I can see through that. And, uh, oh, is that, is that something? Yeah. Hmm. And I'll, uh, I'll cross my arms and, uh, and then look back and Valen's like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I was mistaken. But, but, but Catherine, if, if I need to find her, there's a lot of, people who are saying that but when she left i i couldn't do a fraction of what i can do now when, when she left i was still just a youngster I, I i i've learned so much on my travels here i i can help solve whatever problem she's gotten herself into you're still a youngster <sighs> i mean listen it's just the facts you've been outside you got outside the castle walls for a little while and, you know, you think you know the world, but you can't help with everything. You can't save everybody. I don't want to save everyone. I want to save her. I have a feeling that if she were in trouble, she'd be more than capable of helping herself. I just... Okay, the truth is I... I need her help. And I, I, I don't know who else can help me. What's wrong? I need to know what has happened to my father. I, I I need to know what what's going on. Make a persuasion check with advantage. 18. I don't know where she is, and I don't know if you did find her, if she'd be able to give you the help that you're looking for. But I know her pretty well. And if she were in town, she's an elbow rubber. She likes to meet the people who turn the gears, you know. And... Valen's eyes widen at, like, in town. There is a get-together. A major get-together with the families next week at the Golden Dragon. And listen, really listen. No promises that this will lead to anything. I'm just telling you not that I've heard from her I need that to be very clear I have no idea where she is she has not contacted me that is just where I would go if I were looking for her <sighs> thank you Catherine and if this brings about answers just be careful I knew I could count on you you can it is also very dangerous for you to be here. I don't know 
if Bartok is still here. I, if your friend here knows or thinks he knows what he thinks he knows, Bartok is sharp. Sharper than anyone I've ever met. He might have those same suspicions. And if I couldn't ease him of them, well, you know, he's a bloodhound. <sighs> Better that we know to suspect him around every corner. Is there anything I, I can do to repay you? Uh, no. If you, if you need anything... There's I... nothing to repay. I haven't done anything. Well, yeah. Best not to tell me. And uh, I would also like to say, my house is yours. But if Bartok has still got me, he's going to have people watching. It's, it's not worth the risk. I'll, I'll keep my distance for now. Kara would like to um, say into uh, Rowan's head, perhaps we could um, arrange a spot to um, leave a letter or something? You know, uh, the wise wolf here, you know, maybe uh, some things have to be on such a down low. You know, maybe we can arrange a, an exchange place, you know, a, a letter drop maybe. And we know then, you know, if, if Valen does need to get in touch with you uh, or, or vice versa, then, then we know, okay, if uh, we, we can check with a certain establishment or, or you know, a, a particular rock or, uh, you, you know, Teak and I actually would, would use some of the swallows that lived out. But anyway, that's no good here. But, you know, maybe we can figure out some kind of some kind of means of, of dropping notes. Wouldn't trust a regular animal, but uh, if you're passing through the jungle, there's some folks in there, some mercenaries who might be able to set something like that up. They don't come cheap. If it comes to it, I'll find a way to get in touch and I'll set it up. Thank you, Catherine. Of course. Of course. I, I'm i so sorry. This can't be easy. We'll... It'll all work out in the end. That I'm sure of. That feels like a good scene break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to do anything else with uh, with Kefren? I want to hear no, all I the think... stories from, from <laughs> that outer room. But, uh... All the rulers that he's met. Mm. Yeah. I think we would maybe yeah do like a, a quick little catch up, tell some of the highlight reels of, of our adventure. Oh yeah, okay. So I, I think um, yeah, I think he would say then. Um, I I don't have to kick you out right away. Just you know stay away from the windows. Maybe sit right where you are now and. Uh, how many people did you talk to on the way in? Just two, I believe. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the two guards out front, and, and then uh, then the fellow who brought us in. Right, three. Right, okay. I'll, I'll check in with them. Anyway, you've been outside the castle. Tell me all about it. And kind of, yeah, sits down in the chair across from you. Uh, and, yeah, immediately, like, kicks the bar card over towards you. Yeah, and I finally get to have some Bastillian rye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, after about an hour or so, I think that'll be as long as I'd be willing to stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would get up and, and cast Alter Self again uh, to look like uh, Jundi again. Oh, yeah. Should I? Yeah, well, I guess we're going out, and then Rowan sort of stops and kind of spins like, oh, oh should, should I maybe... Do, do I need to disguise myself too? For, I mean, I came in like this, but I mean, I also, you know, this is how I spend time 
with him. Should I? Should I do something about my? Or is it fine? You think? Well, I don't know. Subterfuge isn't really my. my you, you, you should. You should change if you can, because I could be a different wolf next time. Okay. Yeah. The different people in, different people out. That that sounds like like I, a I will. I, I, next time. Next time. Yes. Not if you came in like this. Go out like this. Oh, it's yeah, either so? doesn't matter or is too late. Okay. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Next time. Next time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I had something fake, but yeah. Okay. Next time. Yeah. And he shows you out to the door um, and kind of gives you a curt nod, but you can see there's like a sparkle in his eye this time. Yeah. I give him a glare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he kind of laughs and then turns around <laughs> and goes back inside. And I think, like, Rowan, the second the door is, like, about to close, you look in and make perfect eye contact with the portrait in the, uh, in, in, like, the room across the one from where you were, like, next mm -hmm. to a fireplace. And it is, it is, oh, my God, Kefrin. <laughs> it's Kefrin standing next to Antibiscus. Yeah, and my eyebrows go up as the door closes in my face. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would head back to the others, I think. Head back to the others? In okay. stunned silence, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Ben was played by Mitchell Bradbury. Bree was played by Kieran Dyke. Kara was played by Kate Clark. Rowan was played by Andy Woolridge, Star was played by Robert, and Valen was played by Evan Walsh. The world of Vadoon was created by your dungeon mom, Mike Fardy, and exists in the D&D 5e universe, published by Wizards of the Coast. Episodes of Wonders and Blunders are edited by TV's Adam Clark. Thank you, Adam. We're an independent podcast supported by you, the listener, but we may take on the occasional ad to help cover our operating costs. If you'd like to support the show directly and monetarily and get access to ad-free episodes and bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash wonderandblunder. If you'd like to support the show but can't spare the cash, that's totally fine. Follow us on social media at wonderandblunder and be sure to rate the show five stars on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for following us on this fantastic journey. And as always, keep being the best. We love you very much. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.